good morning hello uh, dumelang molueni ni macheru ni endi how are you uh, well, before before we begin with today's show, guys, I just want to say thank you for joining me. And um, I, I would also like to start by saying that, you know, we, we, we've seen a growing movement or we are seeing a growing movement of men standing up against uh, gender-based violence. And I, I think we owe that, you know, we, we, we owe that movement to to women, like strong women in le- like uh, leading the charge when it comes to gender-based violence because lately if you if you look around that's the only people you really see being vocal and doing something about 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 gender-based violence it's mainly women and it's made me wonder like is this a women's problem or you know what like what what, what's happening so with that i just want to say that us as men who who want to help who want to put an end to this monstrosity that is gender-based violence um it's not us really we 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 are taking our lead from from women who have refused to keep quiet when when they've been threatened and 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 and, and you know been told to keep quiet about about this issue um so with that uh welcome to the show uh we are going to be discussing this very sensitive topic today um on gender-based violence and with me uh joining me i have matthew hudson um i have john Tenodi. i have andy the jedi uh theron <laughs> i have chris uh Stoffel, um, and uh, i have michael skosana um we will just be discussing having having an honest conversation about what's happening and what solutions we can we can present you know solutions that we can implement not just solutions that are just word-based and you know we can't do anything about um so with that i would like to again say thank you to you guys and my first question is well it was on my intro do you think that this is a woman's problem um i'm gonna start with uh, john do you think that this is a woman's problem or like yeah this is a like as as in um like gender based violence like are women the only ones expected to to do something <clears throat> about it to be vocal about it to take action against it or oh, yeah okay um of course not <laughs> of course not i think it has to be a conversation well not even a conversation it shouldn't be a, because we can talk about it um so much and during the time that we're having a conversation the actual thing could be happening to another person person and so it's like what is the action that we're taking so it can't be a conversation that is only sort of pushed by women has to be uh, men as well because we want to marry these women as well we want to build (laughs) families with them and you know um, it's important for us to protect them so that you know everyone feels safe to give love you know it's it's i think it's unfair for women to have to constantly live in fear you know that they're going to be harassed in any kind of way and i think that that should be a conversation that both of us have and go what are we doing wrong and what can we do to you know make it better yeah it should be a conversation between both genders what do you guys think um yeah i i agree with john and 
yeah, like you said, we want to actually marry these women. And the thing with gender-based violence, like the people that are actually doing it is mainly males. So it's a thing of us gents looking like inside and looking at our fellow brothers and being like, no man, like what you're doing isn't right and all that. So it's a thing that we have to fix as gents first because women are just like, they're talking, but us as gents have to take action because ultimately we're the ones that are oppressing them and yeah, committing the violence. So it's mm. my two cents. Okay. Um, yeah, that, I also think, sorry, that it's, yeah. uh, <coughs> it's important to listen because I see uh, yeah. I see John and I actually had a conversation about it the other day. In any movement, BLM, GBV, anything, you see th- there are people who are suffering and then there are those of us who want to try and make a change. Yeah. But then there's a line there. Uh, I, as much as I want to make a change, I'm not an expert on the issue. Um, and it's, it's dangerous for me to read up about it or hear stories and then act like I'm, you know I'm the expert yeah. and I've never been at fault or whatever. And, and that causes a divide already. Um, it's, it's important to listen. As much as we want to do something, we must hear what... Um, it's, it's not only their responsibility, but we must hear what the women have to say about what we can do to make it better instead of saying, oh, I see your guys' struggles, here's what I'm going to do. Because in the end, maybe what we're doing doesn't help the situation. Mm. It's, uh, I don't think it really does because we, we are just reacting that we... Something happens and then we we react to yeah. it. We we do we are doing a very poor job at preventing. Um, so I, I think the way we do things, uh, some I think it needs to change, and I believe that's why such ch- such chats are important, because like Matthew said, it's a sensitive topic. Um, people really watch what they say when it comes to this topic and. And, and, and sometimes they are not fully or truly honest uh, because of fear that they might be cancelled or whatever. Um, but it's, it's important because it is, it is such an, a, a sensitive issue that we really, really, really talk about it. Um, that brings me to my next question, which is on language. Um, which is on language and like how we talk about gender-based violence. Or about anything that is of sensitive issue, BLM or racial, whatever, anything. Um, the language that we use is mostly unconscious, but it's wrong in a way. Because instead of the sentence going, John raped Andy, it goes from, um, or Andy was raped by John. So now Andy becomes the subject, or like the, yeah, the subject. And John is like way at the end. So we don't really talk about John. And it, it gets even worse. It goes on to say Andy was raped. By who? You know? So the person which we really should be talking about is John. But the the language that we use takes the focus away from John and then it just puts it straight on the victim. What they did or may have done wrong. What they did or may have done right. Why were they there? What were they wearing? All of that. Um, that language that we need to change. What do you guys think of that? How 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 can we That's how can we help change that language? That's very interesting because <clears throat> I was literally thinking that in my brain is that like when you say Andy was raped by X and X and X, yeah. it's a thing of it, it immediately falls onto the the attention falls like on the female then on me, and then it's and it's the exact same thing that you were saying. It's like okay but what did she do what was she wearing what um you know what what was the circumstance and everything like that and then 
the the actual person who's committed the crime just kind of like falls into the background falls and away. just yeah, disappears and yeah. i mean yes it's all fine and well you know to support the female by by you know by saying like okay yes andy was raped that's fine because there's that support there and everything like that but there also needs to be like a line cut of okay yes andy was raped but she was raped by this person let's also get this person to justice so that we can focus on getting the system um to a point where this is not a thing anymore um, yeah. yeah i think i think with that is also a thing of like accountability because like the way like you spoke about changing the subject and all that like andy said it puts the emphasis on the female so it's like the female's going to take account- accountability for something that was done to her so the moment we change it it's like a thing now of especially with the media the moment they change then twist the words and put the subject like the main emphasis on men and male and this person that actually did this it forces us to take accountability as gents start and talking about it exactly yeah. but to take that accountability now to take that first step and be like okay because what i fear it does is that it like i said it it, it takes the, the the focus away from the men and it gives other men as well an excuse not to not to want to talk about it because it's it's their problem she was raped um by who we don't know so it's really and it's problem so they need to talk about it and figure it out by themselves it gives men that excuse not to want not to get involved but if it if it's clear like as daylight some yellow raped mm some girl is the is is the person we need to talk about you, you can't you can't really ex- escape that and say no uh choose to ignore some girl because some girl is a big part of the sentence and of the, of the problem uh so yeah i think it goes deeper than that with language mm. i think there's a there's a more subtle issue there in the sense of <clears throat> we we watched that jeffrey epstein documentary and it's and it's so it's it's clear there um if you sexually assault a minor it's the newspaper headlines will say that sex uh underaged sexual assault or sexual assault of a minor or sex without consent it's like it's being watered down mm. over 18 under 18 if it's not consented it's rape it's not it's not a oh, it was a, a a sexual harassment or a sexual assault or a um unconsented sex of a minor it's It's, it's what it is it's, <laughs> it's it's rape like we the, the media is very good and whether they're doing it intentionally or not i don't know but the media is very good at uh, changing the language of rape to say something i if if we saw a newspaper headline that says 14 if there were two newspapers next to each other yeah. and the one headline said 14 uh, okay we said also changing the subject um man uh, rapes 14 year old girl compared to um 14 year old girl sexually assaulted by man our attention is immediately going to go to the ra- the r word rape mm. it it draws mm. the attention but the media avoids that word as much as possible oh, yeah. um, and i guess it's also like a you need to think about the fact that there are children i guess walking through the shop or on their phones or whatever so i don't know if it's watering it down to protect others but i think we've passed the time of protecting others because yeah, no. yeah, these children that we're trying okay. to protect yeah. Yeah. they have be, all this information on yeah. their phone and also i mean in you, you don't know what's going to happen to them when they woke up mm-hmm. if it's been watered down to them they might not see it as a, as, as much a threat, of an issue yeah, as it and is and they might not be as careful as they should be as well so yeah i think it's as much as the emphasis needs to be put on the person doing the wrong deed Um, also on the deed itself 
yeah also the deed don't water down what happened yeah i mean if it was a sexual harassment like groping or something i mean depending on who you are you would see that as rape but i think there's an argument there but we shouldn't avoid using the word rape to rape. make people yeah. feel comfortable yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah sad as it is man sad exactly like it is mm-hmm. <laughs> i it like becomes, that it becomes so scary when um they, it's it's labeled as a nature like it's meant nature to rape mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, never, you know what I mean you're just a few odd that? that are doing the normal job that you're supposed to be doing it's mm. so scary because it, I, I, in, in me I always go it's not yeah. I, I know that because like I said it to I can't remember what I said I think it was metal so, but I was like I'm a mama's boy <laughs> I, I can't think of like hitting a, a woman because I know how I've seen my mother's pain I know that it can't be physical but like mm. I've, I know what pain is to her and to see that happen to another woman is like no and for it to be a nature mm. of, of, of men it's like, really that's, it that's actually... where I don't see like I can hear when people say yeah, it's the it's like I can I'm not hearing them but like when people say yeah, it's the nature of men and there's only like a few men that don't do it kind of thing I don't believe that it's in nature for for a man to do that I don't I purely believe that everyone's actions are based on some kind of psychological effect that they've had throughout their life yeah. like you say that you've had you've seen your mother's pain you have a strong bond with your mother clearly and with and with men that were abandoned um when by like as a child by their mother or something like that it's it causes psychological effects when you look at most men serial killers majority of them have been abandoned by their mother and then they attack women because they have the psychological effect on their brain that men, that women are horrible so that they need to treat them horribly because the mother the light of their life the person that gave birth to them abandoned them left them so that's what they're going to then do because they want to take their hatred on women because the one woman that they needed in the one woman that they needed in their life left them yeah so So i truly believe that it's not in the nature of a man to do that i think it's just psychological yeah i mean these uh offenders it's not like they crawl up of swamp out of swamps or anything and they go into town and do these terrible deeds and then go back to the, <laughs> go back to the swamps. They, they, they are us. They are part of us. And they do what they, they, they are doing what they're doing because of, like, like Andy said, because of past, either past traumas or what society has taught them. Mm-hmm. You know, they are a, a part of us. So I, 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 I completely agree with what you, just, what you guys just said. It was actually my, my, my next question. Yeah. Um, Oh, so sorry, like, Sam, I just yeah. want to quickly say it. And I think it's because people say the whole time, no, well, not everyone and not the whole time, but pe- but because people say that, yes it's, the ma- yes, it's the nature of the man to rape and stuff like that, when you hear that enough, surely then as a man you'll start kind of like thinking to yourself yeah, like, is yeah. it really uh, and then you go out and you do it to see if it really it's is part of your nature that is just terrible if you, tell, if you tell a child he's an idiot every day they go the by the end of that year yeah. he's gonna go uh, I'm, I'm useless I'm, yeah. I'm an idiot and I just want to add one more thing um, just with the language yeah. it's a which connects to this um, clearly women in this country and around the world we're seeing in, I think it's in Turkey now Turkey there's a big issue um, 
clearly women have an issue and women are, are more at threat. That doesn't take away from the fact that it does go both ways. Mm. Uh, men are being abused by women. Um, but just like with any other movement, again, to say that Black Lives Matter does not mean that anyone else's life matters doesn't, less. Yeah, yeah. And to say that women have an issue in this country does not mean men don't have an mm. issue, but there's, there's a big focus. Yeah, there's a big mean. focus on men. And I was going somewhere with this. Give me a second. Oh, that, <laughs> that, that leads to another issue. When, when the focus is so drawn onto men being the issue, because right now women are in trouble. It's, that's, that's an unfortunate truth. Mm-hmm. But when the focus is so drawn onto all men are the issue, you start seeing if I open the car door for my girlfriend and someone sees that, then they're going to go and praise me. I mean, like ah oh, this man's so amazing he's he's opening mm. the door for his girlfriend and i said that th- i see that on, on on social media all the time where men are being praised for, for doing things they do really should for, be for in the end it should be natural <laughs> natural for a man to be doing that and that's another oh, dangerous yes. another dangerous language because then you get men feeling entitled because ah i'm a good guy but mm. no chap you're a good guy it's like those kids who want extra merit for doing their homework on time because oh, other kids right. didn't do their homework on time. No, it's not for you. to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think wow. to add on like what Andy said with regards to if the moment you say it's part of a man's nature to rape and all that stuff, it also goes deeper than that too. Like now then as men, the moment you start to see like, ah, this man raped this girl, this girl was raped by this man, then it's like, ah, he's meant to do that. It's nature. So it also takes away from that accountability thing now as men, then we don't feel the need to have these conversations. Oh, yeah. We don't feel the need to change something within ourselves or within mm. our brothers and be like, nah, this is not the way. So we just be like, ah. Talk, yeah, talk, talk like always. that. Yeah, talk like that. The reason it's so dangerous, it, it, it's, it can possibly make this a trend. Like how it's a trend to for a guy to you know be a player, you know to have <laughs> yeah. more than one sexual partner, blah blah. You get praised for that. You get props for that. You might end up just getting props for being a because like what you guys are saying that all men it's it's in men's nature. Yeah. It, if it becomes part of the, part of the dialogue and it becomes acceptable, what's to stop it from being a trend? Mm. You know, where now instead of us hearing about rape and going and cringing, we just go away. <laughs> you know, like that's it's it, it's so dangerous to, to 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 even talk like that. And yeah. yeah. Um. So what I want to know next is, uh, well, John has John has touched on this. Um, what's to stop any of you? Like, for example, I can't imagine wow. any any yeah. any of you guys ever. You know, I can't imagine you, Matthew, raising your hand at Andy or doing anything to hurt her. I can't imagine any of us doing anything terrible. I'm just assuming because I know you. <laughs> but, but what is, what's that thing that stops you from committing something like that? Me, I was raised in a children's home and I know I had a lot of brothers and sisters and I was super protective over them. So I can't raise a hand to any child any woman because it's yeah it destroys me from the inside it makes me feel like uh whatever you were working towards you just destroyed it yeah. everything you were working towards i just destroyed everything so by I committing that yeah by committing yes yeah. you know what i mean um so i can't hit a child i can hit a woman uh it's it feels bad for me to do that yeah. um 
yeah, I also hate fighting. I hate fighting. I used to I used to fight a lot in, in primary school and stuff because I had anger issues, you know, problems, you know. But then I I had to learn to deal with my own problems. You know what I mean? To to carry myself as a better human being, as a better friend, as a better brother and sister to everyone I know, as a better mm. family. Human being, you know what yeah, I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I think me, me and you are in sync with with this answer. Yeah, <laughs> because I think for me as well, it's it's that thing of it's, it's all about me, really. It's never really about the girl. Like, yeah. Um. Obviously, I wouldn't raise my hand at a woman because one, not just because of the physical pain, mm. but because of what it will do to me. Exactly yes. like you just said. Yes. The principles and the values that I have won't allow me to do something like that because once I do, I can't forgive myself. It, it goes back to saying... Um, being raised in a family that I was raised in, being raised by the man that I was raised by, you know, and, 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 and me doing something as stupid as that is basically just spitting on their faces and disrespecting Straight everything up. that they've worked for. Yeah. So it's more about me than it is about the other person. And I think that's what people need to really focus on. You know, don't do it because of her. Mm. It should be about you. You, it, you should just be that person who says, yeah. yo, if I do this, I am... You I'm no longer me. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm worthless, you know? So I think, I think it also falls also to the sense of like, would you, would you like it if it was done unto you kind of thing? You know, I, that's how I've always, I've always seen it. That's how my parents raised me. They always said to me, don't do something to somebody if you don't want it to be done unto you kind of thing. Like, and I mean, like, if a man, if a man had to come and attack me, trust, I will fight. I will fight <laughs> to the best of my yeah. ability. Don't like don't get me wrong, I will. But I'd never go out intentionally to somebody else and, and hit them just purely because I know that I wouldn't want that to be done unto me. And also just in the sense of as I've respect for that person and respect for myself as well. Mm-hmm. Because as soon as I hit somebody, everyone else what does like it say about you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everyone else is gonna hear about it somewhere along the line. And then what's that gonna say about me? What's that gonna say about my parents as well, the way that they raised me? So I think it all like I think it also just falls down onto respect for one another, and that's something I think that humanity seriously lacks mm. at this point. But we really need to start learning how to see one another for who we are and just respect that in that sense and just leave that person be. Yeah, I think what you said um, said there. If you were attacked, so it's, to me, it's not it's not even a, a a woman thing. I wouldn't raise a hand as a child like Chris I was violent but I never got into fights mm. but um, yeah it's, uh, looking back at that I can't imagine raising my hand against like any of you for example um, but just in case one day you're famous huh? and uh, this podcast <laughs> has millions of listeners and uh, if I, I think it needs to be an issue of like you're saying it, it needs to move away from I wouldn't hit a woman to I mm. wouldn't do it mm. because if I'm walking and a woman jumps me, at the same time, if my life is at risk, I'm I can't go. Defend yourself. Oh, hey. Shucks, woman. <laughs> it needs to be a. Yeah, you need to, to defend yourself. But but yeah, I think I think it I think it needs to be like a human aspect. You get uh, I don't I don't want to call anyone out here, but yeah. going to the strip in Pretoria is scary, bro. Because there are there are men who go to the strip in Pretoria just to fight, just to, just fight. to just like fight. that's the thing. Yeah. A Friday night entertainment mm. is going and 
and being able to talk about a fight the next day like yo this guy yeah, this yeah. guy knocked someone last night like, <laughs> why or, 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 why is that a thing and um like it's, that's what i'm saying i think it transcends past just just women i think mm. it, if i was being attacked and my life was at risk male female transgender yeah, whatever well that's I'll the first rule of nature yeah, yeah. self-preservation but i i wouldn't i can't imagine myself even if i'm upset at someone Yeah. Yeah. I just, can't imagine yeah, just myself because, just like how do yeah, you get just so because angry? you're losing yeah. an argument doesn't mean you have to <laughs> raise your hand. Yeah. I've, 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 I've been in situations where I was losing an argument and trust me women know how to eat under the belt. They say things that get your blood boiling boy. Um, and you know what I do? Yeah. And, and and what I do in a situation like that, I just walk away. Like yeah. literally, I leave. I left her in the house. We I was at her place. I left. I walked for like two hours without knowing that I've been I, I'd been working for walking for that long because I was so upset. By the time I realized how far I'd walked, and I was going back, I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Did I really just walk all that distance?" Because now I was calm, mm. I was more relaxed, I was thinking more clearly, and that's when I was able to go back to the house and you know talk things in a more calmly manner. But with most men, when they when they are losing like verbal arguments. I'm gonna punch you. Um, so I think <laughs> I'm also gonna slap to, you, you know. So also to add to that, like it also goes down to a thing like just basic, right? Like you're born into this world by a woman. Like all of us mm. were born into this world by a woman. So I can't, you can't imagine like raising your hand to your mom, um, to your child's mother, or to someone else's like mother and all that. Um, but also speaking from a person who's been in that situation where, because I even got suspended for it. Like I passed to go. Like it's not something I'm proud of, but mm. it was an. I want to say it was an important lesson like you know that realization just like cuz the moment it happened it was like okay you know in the heat of the moment but sitting down and like having that disciplinary hearing like yeah. you're thinking to yourself just like what have I done like this this is like this is like me losing myself you know mm-hmm. you and it's a hard and it's a hard thing to come out of mm-hmm. you know um and I think it's also very it's quite easy to get trapped in that life because the moment you do it once then you're like Ah, the moment you can't like sit down and like reflect on what you've done and be like, you know, guys, this is like this is not the thing to be done. Like, mm. and you know, sit down and like look deep within yourself and understand those underlying issues. Yeah. Then I think it's quite easy to get trapped in that sort of and, life and, and, and have it and have it being something that you just do. Yeah, because the reason why I did it was she insulted my mom. She was, she said something about my mom and then she's like both of them and I have two moms and like those are the people that have made the biggest sacrifices like for me to be where I am now. Yeah. So I was like. Yo, that's my mom like you don't just, like disrespect my mom like <laughs> but like in that moment like you know you get so heated and then the only thing you like you resolve to is like fists yeah. and, and I think it just becomes becomes more of a habit then as well then ah now when you're in an argument with your wife like this girl then you know you just throw a punch and all that so it's thing you have to be able to sit down and like like ah, like why did I do this why where did this come from I'm I have to sort that issue out first and Like how do I make up for it? Um, yeah, and prevent it from happening. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. But also, how do I like encourage other people to not do it? To like people that are in that life, especially now, because like how do you get them out of it? How do you get them, especially young kids? Because mm-hmm. it also goes to us like as parents. But how do you get them to to stop like when it's early? Because like, okay, yeah, stop no. when it's early. Because yeah. even starts um, for us, to me, it started as like a verbal abuse thing. You know, we thought we we're just having fun, like we're just insulting each other. You know, we're just seeing each other. You know, it's fun and games, but. It started from that already, you know that that level where I can disrespect you like verbally, so then I was stopping me from disrespecting you like physically and like yeah. you know. So it's it was a big realization, and you know you just have to sit down, understand where it comes from, and mm. 
just try fixing from there. What I'm getting from from everyone with regards to this question is that it it, it goes back to how we were raised, mm. basically, but we were taught growing up. Mm. A thousand years ago, it was. <clears throat> now I'm, I'm just going to talk about how like how men and women are like the state that we're in why men are regarded as the leader and the woman is the tail whatever all of that a thousand years ago that made sense because strength was was valued more than anything else you were a leader based on how strong you were physically mm. and men are stronger than women like that that's obvious but there's there, there's many exceptions there um but Ultimately, men are stronger than women. So a thousand years ago, for a man to be in charge made sense. Because the challenges that they were dealing with then required physical strength. Challenges today don't necessarily need physical strength. They are more intellectual. And a woman is is just as capable as a man intellectually, um, creativity-wise, all of that. And what what I think is the problem is why why we clash so much is that men uh, grow up being taught that we are strong. You need to be in charge. You are, mm, you know, <laughs> and but now, the current environment does not support that at all. And I think so, you need to be more on the mind than really yes, on the physical. Yes. So when 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 I'm arguing with Andy and she's winning the argument verbally, she's winning. She's she's really winning it intellectually, but because <laughs> I'm strong, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah, I'm strong and I know how, the only way I know how to solve an altercation is to fight. And so I can show my dominance over you by strength and all of But now that is, that is just not, it doesn't work now. It doesn't work this is. You know, so I think what I want to know is, um, like the, how, like what's wrong with the way that we raise our kids now? Because there's something definitely wrong with how we raise our kids. You know what we what what we teach them about women, what we teach them about manhood, what it is to be a man, what it is to be a leader, all of that. Yeah. <laughs> I've had this answer for me for so long. Every time, like for years, I've had this answer. Yeah. And um, so my dad was raised um, in the sense of the man is the provider of the house. You know. Um, and he's always had that sense in his mind and everything like that, that he has to provide for the children because he is the man. He is the man of the house. He must be the provider, yeah. you know? Um, and it's not to say that like he, like he, like he tells us like, cause he's only had daughters. He only has daughters. He's like the only male in the house. But yeah. I mean, he doesn't um, try to like bring us down and tell us that, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. What, 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 what. But he still has the sense of I am the man I need to provide kind of thing. And I think then, I don't think he means it intentionally. I think sometimes without him even knowing, it's like, a, oh, don't worry about it. I'll sort it out for you kind of thing. Oh. And then me as a daughter, I'm like, okay, well, uh, I mean, how am I supposed to do this now when I leave the house? Like, I don't know how to do taxes now or anything like that because my dad's always just kind of like, no, it's okay. I can do it. I can do it. What, 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 what? But now how am I supposed to take care of myself as a woman when I leave the house kind of thing? And I think it just goes onto the sense of, yeah, okay, cool. Like, shops, you want to be the man of the house kind of thing. But also you have to recognize that your wife wants to work as well. Your wife is going to work. And if she doesn't want to work, then fine. Shops, that's her life. Like, it's it's whatever life you want to lead. And it's the same as the man. If the man doesn't want to work and the woman wants to work, fine. Shops, whatever. But I mean, I think as men, like, 
we always I think then as men like you guys I don't know if it's like happened to, to all families kind of thing but I think in general men are just kind of taught from a young age that they need to protect they need to do this they need to do that they need to provide for the family they need to be the man of the house kind of thing and that's all fine and well but also I think unintentionally you then tell you like you're teaching your son that you are more powerful than a man uh, than a woman yeah. and yeah fine shops Sam like you are much more powerful than me like as like as it is but also at the same sense I am able to provide and to bring and to bring stuff to the table as yeah. well well I mean a thousand years ago me and you that there would be no competition at all yeah no. but right now it's not it's, mm. it's not really physical strength yeah. has nothing to do with it um, I think <laughs> really what Andy said, um, like with how fathers um, raise kids now, you know, uh, as his gents especially, they say we have to protect. And I think it's also a thing that's emphasized a lot in the media as well. They say the main thing now with regards to gender-based violence is males, like men. We have and to protect, protect our women. women yeah. We have to protect our women. So I think it's also then like it's hard not to understand like the message behind that because simply not as like Andy just pointed out, as a guy, like, we must protect our women. Oh, okay. Why? Because they can't protect. They can't. They can't protect themselves. Or and and that sort of thing. So is that like that's just like kind of interesting, with regards to that whole idea of men protect our women. So how, like, how do we protect our women in a in a way that doesn't make that doesn't force us to dehumanize them and like make them and making them feel um, inferior to us, and that so that sort of idea. So it's yeah. I think it's um, it's an important thing of men and women are equal. We were created equal. Yeah. No matter what religion, you, there should be a belief system or whatever. There should be something going back to we were. There, there was nothing. A man wasn't created any differently to a woman. No matter what religion you believe in, they were both created. Mm. There's there's nothing special about yeah. the man's creation compared yeah. to the woman's creation. Whether it's yeah. Big Bang, we all came from dust in space. Yeah. Whether it's Christianity, we were both created by God on the same day. Like it yeah. wasn't like a it's men and women are equal and at the same time without taking away from any of them each brings their own to the table yeah. so this is what i was gonna say to you so generally speaking the man is the more physically strong it's not always the case yeah. but the man is generally the f- like physically stronger than the woman mm-hmm. so in a case like that if I see uh, anyone doing anything to Andy, I'm not going to sit back and go, nah, I must empower this woman. She must okay. fight her. Because yeah. I know a lot of people who argue against fem- feminism will use that as an excuse. No, she must fight her own battles. Mm. I must protect her. As much as she would protect me. If I think if Andy saw someone doing something to me, whether she has the advantage or not, she would protect me. I think there needs to be a protection from men mm. and women. Mm. And it's just so it's not really saying protect her because she's a woman. Protect like, protect her because her because she's just she's human. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's that thing of like context, like how we read into it as yeah. well. So. Yeah. And toxic masculinity is such a big thing. Yeah. M- men don't cry. Men don't share their feelings. Okay. Men don't have emotions. Men shouldn't get depressed. We must just get over it. Mm. I think toxic masculinity, <laughs> and that goes back to the language. Toxic masculinity has a plays a big role in a lot of these issues. Because if if you're bottling up all those emotions, it has to come out somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Come out so and that that can very easily lead to violence, whether it's yeah. between a man and a man or a man and a woman. If yeah. you, if you're constantly going, nah, I'm a I'm a man, yeah. I'm not gonna cry. There, there, there is something definitely like because 
something wrong with how men are raised because um, as much as 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 women are victim to 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 male abuse and all of that there are other males who fall victim to male abuse as well yeah. mm-hmm. like kids growing up raised by abusive men they grow up to be abusive as well most like the, mm-hmm. the chances are that kid is definitely going to grow up abusive so the way that that men um are raised is just there's there's something wrong with that and i think it won't it won't necessarily be a thing of uh, in a couple of months or in a couple of years, this is this this is going to take a long time for us to reprogram our children, mm. you know, so that we have more kids thinking like we are thinking right now. Not to to to, to say yo. The only way to resolve to resolve an argument is not really by slapping her or by punching her or just because you feel sexually frustrated doesn't mean you have to go out and look for women to rape. There's other things you can do, <laughs> you know, um, but it's, it, it's knowing, it's knowing, it's knowing, it's having that knowledge of knowing what to do at, 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 at the right time. Uh, and that all boils down to how you really were raised, um, like the principles and values that you, that were instilled in you growing up. Can I just add on to your whole, on how you were being raised and everything like that? I use, I, so, you guys, if you guys don't know me, I, I'm kind of like very interested in the whole like serial killer psychology and everything like that. And when you look at them, all of them have either been abandoned by their mothers or they had an abusive father growing up. Mm-hmm. That's purely like how it's how it's done it's either a serial killer that comes from a family from a broken family or an abusive father or an abandoned mother that's typically where they come from and when like i don't know i think as women we kind of like just have this thing of we need to look out for our children i don't know sometimes some women don't feel that way whatever but i mean how you raise your child is genuinely going to have a lasting impact on their life forever it doesn't matter if it was verbal abuse or physical abuse or anything like that, if a father abuses their son enough, they're going to re- they're going to have this thing of oh, it's normal to be abusive because it's being done mm. unto me the whole yeah. time, so it must be normal. Shucks. So then they go out and they do that. When um, when children are abandoned by their mothers, they have this they have this thing of like, why was I abandoned by my mother? My mother is such a cruel person i want to say something else but i don't know if i'm allowed to swear um (laughs) um, my mother's such like a cool person okay cool so that means all women are horrible so then that's why they go and they attack and they rape and they do all these horrible things like ted bundy especially he was abandoned by his mother and he grew up in a very um abusive household from both his father and his um not his father but um from both of his um uh grandparents and from that, he got the sense of, oh, okay, cool. Women are sluts because my mother had me out of wedlock. So women are sluts. So I must treat them like sluts. Women are so horrible because my grandmother abused me. So I must punish them for everything that they did. And that's why when you, when you, like, when you hear about Ted Bundy and his crimes and stuff like that, majority of the time they were tortured before they were killed. They were raped. And, they, and it was a whole like aspect of... Um, torturing them during rape kind of thing like the whole bdsm kind of community thing where it was whipping them and hitting them choking them doing all these horrible things because that's how he perceived women he perceived them as sluts and as abusers 
So I think like it is so 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 vital to to train your child's mind. You you as the parent have such a huge responsibility on that child's mind. It's not a thing of protecting them from physical harm. It's also a huge responsibility on them on their mental health as well and emotional health. You have such a such a big responsibility and I don't think enough people realize that um, as well. To add to that, I also think it's also there's also a big responsibility on the community then because as a child you can't control if you come from a broken household if you come from a have an abusive father but that's when the community has to come in so it also goes back to that african proverb like umuntu ngumuntu ngabantu so as a community a child isn't raised by one person a child is raised by a community it takes a village it takes a village, it takes a village to raise a child so the moment you as someone see that hey my my buddy is busy abusing his child i have to step in or as a, as a woman as well you'd be like okay like this child is growing up in a home where they, they, they don't have a mother okay, i have to step in there like mm. that i have a, i have a responsibility to this child to be that woman figure in their life mm. so it's also like that accountability also falls onto us as the community and the moment you see something wrong you don't just stand back and let it be because mm. if you have the opportunity to change it to influence that situation mm. then you can like hop in and find it interesting that you say that because I can remember I mean I was bullied in school I think at some point all of us were maybe not bullied constantly but there was there was a, an instance where we were all bullied and I can think back every time I came home and told my mom that this this boy did this or this girl said this the first thing she would say and I and I I think we were lucky to be raised in the house that we were my cuz without without failure her first her first thought would be and she'd say it out loud there's something wrong in that house it's yeah. not this child did something wrong mm. it's there's something wrong in that house mm. and we need to find out what's going on in that house so we can try and help and i mean yeah. it didn't always work because parents are overprotective mm. and there's only so far you can go you can't break into someone's house and steal and their child and tell them how to raise their child <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's nine times out of 10 it's we resolved issues mm. not with the child himself or herself it was within the household mm. we would sit down and like there, there was we either got the school a, involved or yeah. and i think we were lucky and at the same time uh, with being raised as a christian sorry please don't get annoyed with me for talking too much huh? <laughs> no no problem as a, as a christian i'm so annoyed with the general church um the church teaches that the man the well, the bible teaches that the man is the leader of the household and that's what churches teach and technically that's not false but you can't take anything out of the bible without using the bible as context mm. and a lot of churches do that they will take a book a passage a verse and they'll use it out of context men are the leader of the household sure what's our example of a leader jesus how did jesus lead jesus led by serving so by me saying a man should be a man should be the leader of the household does not mean i am in charge mm. does I'm not mean i get anything. to tell you what to yeah, do and not and do anything my job as a leader is to serve my family. Mm. And I serve my family in any way possible. Uh, helping my wife get a job, supporting her in her job. If I have to be a stay-at-home dad, then I'm leading that family. Yeah. Even if I'm not the breadwinner, even yeah. if I'm not the strongest in the family. Yeah. If I'm doing everything in my power to serve the family, then I'm a leader. Mm. But so many churches and it it really annoys me will teach nah. Leader, strong, important breadwinner. That's it. Mm. A woman must respect this man that's not true yeah. that's not true and i think if if as a christian my church is so strong in teaching that the 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 servant part of leadership 
I mean, it's even even our school. It was part of our core values: servant leadership, leadership. not leadership, servant leadership. Mm. It's I think it's so important, and uh, it's been so important in my family. And I I've seen the church step in as well, which is heartwarming to see. It's okay as a man if you don't have a job, if you're struggling to find work. Are you serving your family with whatever you can? You don't have to give them millions of rands or buy them the best house. Are you serving them in whatever way you can? And calling out those men in the church and saying, "Hey, yes, you meant to lead the house, but this is not leadership. This is not how you do it. This yeah. is, this is you taking control. You're not leading." Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's important. Religion plays a big part in yeah. how men perceive themselves, yeah. um, um, and it's just from false teaching. There's definitely still churches as well, like within the Christian community. I think I was speaking to to it about um, about it with you, John, the other day. I'm not gonna not gonna say which community because I'm not the person to call out or whatnot. They'll know who they are. But um, <laughs> my thing is is that there there are still like um, communities within the Christian religion that um, that don't allow women to wear pants at all, like to church. Mm-hmm. They need to wear skirts. They need to, and then when the service is done, the woman goes to the kitchen area and then they be, and then they prepare the tea and the coffee and for the man and everything like that. And until every single man has been served, then only the woman can go and and start eating or having their coffee and tea and body body blah. And women aren't allowed to go and converse with with other people unless their man is like with them. So it's like a you kind of just pushing us down there a little so, bit away. Uh, and it comes down to the smallest things even like clothing yeah, yeah and that plays in the woman's mind the woman will feel, feel like she's less she's inferior to the man and mm. a man will grow up going yeah I'm better this than is, I mean, this I'm is how life is meant to yeah. work you are meant to make sure I'm happy um, mm. and I think it's exactly like uh, how was it was it Martin Luther King or someone else um, that Really? Oh no! It's what it was. James Baldwin. Uh, that the way the way they treat you is not really a statement on your character, but on theirs. Mm. So, <clears throat> however they however they treat you, it's not really because of what you've done or who you are, but on based on what's wrong with them. Um, so, just to close again, um, now I just want to know from you guys, I'm, and I'm sure we 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 we've touched on on what can be done because we've identified what the problem is. The problem mainly is information and how people are raised, how, how men and, and women are, 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 thinking are being raised. Um, I would say that for me, the, one of the ways we can change this is by starting at a very, like at a very, very, very young age. So grooming our children from a young age and not waiting for them to turn 21 before we start having that talk with them yeah. you know so it, it, it needs to start from that young age there's a there's a there's a proverb in this is so that means you bend or manipulate metal when it's still wet you know just after you've you've you've, you've molten you like you've melted it or whatever so with with children it's the same thing we need to attempt them at their youngest and instill in them these values that we want them to portray when they are 36 years old 27 years old you know, so it starts there at home, community, school, everywhere. It takes a village. If you see that a home is not doing a good job at raising a child, you can take over. You know, you can you, you can act as that child's mentor or there's that child's 
uh, friend that they, that they can come to and talk to and get advice from. So with me, basically, what, what I would say is really we need to start paying more attention on how we are raising our children. You know, what, inf- what the information we, 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 we teach them at a very young age. You're not I? just waiting for them to grow up and figure it out. Yeah, yeah, and mess up and then react and then we react to what they've done. Yeah. So Sam, um, so just coming back to your statement of, um, you know, if you see that there's a household that isn't raising a child right and everything like that, you should intervene. I don't think that it's always as easy as it's uh, like it's not always um, easier said than done kind yeah. of thing. If you are able to, like if the family is like okay, shops, whatever about it kind of thing, um, then fine. But I mean, um, there are definitely families that I think kind of like hold themselves away from the community because they kind of know what they what they're doing is wrong, but also at the same sense they're like, oh, I've got too much pride, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna confess to that. So I think when you see a child being abused or a woman being abused, man being abused, whatever. If a person is being abused in any kind of way, if you yourself cannot intervene and help in some way, you need to then contact somebody who can. Mm-hmm. Phone the police, get a social worker, do what you... And then even though it's not you yourself actually doing something, the fact that you called somebody else, a social okay, no. worker, to mm-hmm. come and yeah. get that child out of mm-hmm. that house, mm-hmm. that's already enough. Dude, and social workers are magicians. Man, no. my mom's a social worker, <laughs> and I literally, every single day, I tell her... How the hell do you do it? How are you able to walk into a house and see this child being abused like this or the mother being abused like that and stuff like that? And like, how do you do it? Like how much, like, I can't imagine like the, like the mental strain a social worker must have from actually dealing with that kind of stuff every single day. But then my mom tells me every time I ask her that, she's like, do you know how rewarding it feels when I take a child away from a horrible place and I am able to put them in a place where I know that one day they're going to be okay. Mm. I know that they are going to grow up in a family that loves them, that takes care of them. And for her, that's just the most rewarding thing in the entire universe. And she absolutely loves it because of that. Mm. Um, Also, just to add as well um, to my statement that I was busy saying earlier on um, about um, how you raise your child and everything like that. Yes, it's all about raising your child and everything. But also at the same sense, we have to make it a thing of that we are aware that mental illness is a thing. Some people genuinely cannot tell the difference between right and wrong purely because they have a mental illness. That The mother can like train that child as best as they can, but psychologically they cannot tell the difference. And so... I don't want to say that like it's okay for a man to hit a woman if he has a mental a mental illness or something like that. It's not. It's never right for anybody to hit anybody. But also at the same sense, we have to sit back and be like, okay, he's psychologically not well. Let's take him somewhere then so that he can be treated. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, a lot, of, and I've heard it a lot. Like a lot of people always argue with me about about serial killers and stuff like that, just purely because they're like, "How can you watch that kind of stuff and and feel, you know, empathy for them?" And I say, and I say to them, because nobody's born evil. I don't believe yeah. that anybody is born evil. You are, you are, the way you are raised and your mental state and everything like that all play a role in every single action that you do throughout the day, mm-hmm. and. 
if that man is suffering from schizophrenia, he literally sees stuff. Like there's like it's not something that he can train himself out not to do anymore. It's because he has a mental illness. Mm. So at the same sense, we must also be like we must also bring into this whole thing of like if you have a mental illness, please go and get it checked out. If you see that your friend is not doing okay, if you see that your buddy is going through a depression and is starting to act out through violence, you as a friend then should go and sit down and be like, yo, mm, let me help you. Mm, Come, let's because do this. You are sick. As as men as well, like in your community, if you see your bro go out to a girl and call her a bitch because she didn't want to give you her number or something like that, you should call him out and be like, dude, yeah. not okay. True. Because as Mike was busy saying, it starts off with the smallest, yeah. tiniest things. Then, you call a girl a bitch or someone calls you a bitch and immediately that respect is gone. And then everything else deteriorates mm. from then onwards. Yes. It's then so much easier to hit a person because they're a bitch. Trivial. What do you guys think? Yeah. Dude, full stop, we need to get rid of toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. such an important yeah. issue now that leads to a lot of big things. Yeah. Um, it's not the only issue. There are, there are men who are doing crazy, stupid things. And they've got no issue with their emotions or whatever. I'm not saying that is the root cause. But I think if I was raised in a way that where my parents told me that it's okay for me to feel and it's okay for me to cry, I don't I mean, I don't think there's such a good there's such a thing as an entirely good person, but I don't think I turned out too bad. Yeah. You know? And <laughs> you know, it's it's just I would, like I have said it already in this podcast, but I've I'm very fortunate to have been raised in the family that I was raised in. They're very open about the issues that are going on in the world from when I was young. And um how we can fix it and they take accountability I, it's a lot easier for me to take accountability for i mean like my privilege uh, mm. i'm privileged because i'm white that's that's a fact and it's easy for me to take accountability for that well not easy but it's i can't do that because i've watched it happen and it goes back to the children yeah I was raised like that and I think it makes it easier for me to have these conversations. It's it's painful for me to have these conversations, but it's easier because I was raised like that. So if we can raise our children, if we can have these conversations with our children, then I think 90% of the issues disappear. Yeah, disappear. And then we will start reacting and now be more effective at preventing. Mm-hmm. So just get rid of it all together. The, the st- even the statement, men protect women, shouldn't even exist because we are protecting women from other men so <laughs> really <laughs> we are saying protect women from other men so everyone get rid protect of each other. Yeah, yeah everyone just protect each other or maybe like let there not be a need for anyone to protect one another let rape just fall away and die let yeah. violence just fall away and mm-hmm. die you know uh, especially like gender-based violence that is just that that is nonsense that that makes no sense because some violence makes sense you have to defend yourself sometimes if someone attacks you obviously but for you to initiate something out of just purely you being toxic masculine and whatever <laughs> you know being strong um yeah i think it's also very important for no, us we- as, as humans to also recognize that evil is always going to be around we are never ever ever going to be able to have zero cases of rape or zero cases of murder because 
because of how people are brought up and because of psychological issues and because of what we watch on TV and all of those kinds of things that have an influence on our young minds when we're growing up kind of thing. But I think we can definitely raise the, like not raise, what do you call it? Lower those numbers, like so exponentially that it, it's almost like a, it, it becomes like a shock to the system where it's like, oh my gosh, someone got killed. Oh my word. Because yeah. now it's now it's like, oh, someone got killed. Yeah. Because we're so used <clears throat> to it. So I don't think, I think, yeah, I think we just need to like constantly remind ourselves that we'll never be able to get rid of evil completely. It's, mm. it's unfortunately, it's always going to be there. Yeah. But so. we can actually do something to lower it and to, and to fight against it. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, I think that's it. Thank you guys for, for, for sharing your, your, your thoughts Thank you for having and opinions. Yeah. Um, I appreciate it. I think, I think we've each learned something today. Um, I'm, uh, I've loved learned something new. I didn't know that uh, uh, men being, like rape being is, is a man thing to do. I had no idea that some people spoke like that. Yeah. And that's... <laughs> To, to me it's it, it, it's made me realize just how dangerous the situation really is that you know if, if, if we if we're even thinking about normalizing something like this then we have a really big problem but again chats like this um are really here to 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 help and and to do away with this with this evil so thank you for listening if you've listened up to up till this point <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, until we see each other again. Yeah.